0: Now it's time to talk health with the very lovely Blind Complementary Therapist Irene McGarry. Hi Irene, how are you this week? Hiya, oh I'm not too bad this week.
1: I made a little mistake. I made the mistake of going out to do my guide walk, you know my guide dog walking with a brand new pair of sandals on. Oh but really? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, Not a good
0: idea. Do you know, as women, we never learn, do we? New shoes, you always think, you know, oh, I'll be fine, I'll be absolutely fine. And then blisters, one, two, three blisters later, you're just so angry at yourself because you know you shouldn't have (laughs) worn them in the first place.
1: Well, that's where I'm at just now. Oh, so. Well, for anybody who doesn't know,
0: Irene is actually guide dog training at the moment. Well, she's yes. waiting for a guide dog, but she's doing a little bit of orientation and stuff like that at the moment. So um, it's all going well, though, isn't it, Irene? Oh,
1: it's all going fabulously well, yes.
0: Good, yes, good, good. Absolutely. Glad to hear it. Well, listen, Irene, we've got lots to talk about this week. We are talking about uh, circulation and well, water retention really, and how it's really your circulation that that kind of affects it. But before we do, we've had a call in today from Dougie from Glasgow. Dougie, thanks mm-hmm. for listening to the show. Now he wanted to ask you, Irene, manuka honey. He is. Um, he's saying that you know he has hay fever. Is it good for hay fever? Is it good for him generally? You know, what is it about manuka honey? Uh, What's the big deal? Getting Manuka
1: honey, now you have to, first of all, make sure you're getting the right thing. Um, Manuka honey, you'll see it in a lot of different shelves, but it must say on the front of it, U-M-F. If it doesn't say that, it's not proper Manuka honey. It has to have the the letters U-M-F, and that stands for the strength of the honey, and I reckon that anything medicinal should be uh, of strength ten or above. Now, when you open up this honey, it doesn't smell like ordinary honey. It hasn't got that lovely sweet smell like honey. It actually smells very medicinal.
0: It does. Um, There's a slight antiseptic smell to it, but really, not to put you off. It's, it is. It does still taste lovely, but you can taste a kind of healthy, kind of antiseptic kind of taste, you know, can't yeah. you?
1: It has an antiseptic uh, thing about it. And that's where this comes into it, because it is uh, like an antiseptic. It works like an antibiotic. It helps with your digestive system. It helps also even as an application for any sores that's around the body. It helps to heal those things up. But for hay fever, the best honey to get is your local honey, local to where you stay. Not so much your Manuka honey, but just local bees, because they actually feed off your the, the trees and the flowers in your area. And what that helps you to do is to build up a resistance. And so that's the best way, that's the best honey to get for people with hay fever. And you should be perhaps taking that all year round, because in the winter, it's from the trees and then during the summer it's more from the flowers and the same bees will be buzzing about those flowers as well so it helps all round the year build up of resistance so try your local honey first if you go into your local independent health food store they usually have all that information that tells you where you're Yes,
0: or, you know, if you live near the countryside, you know, you'll probably have farm shops and things like that that'll, um, you know, stock the the local producers' honey. So, um, you know, maybe have a look there. But it's always worth, you know, going in the internet to check first. You don't want to be travelling miles only to find out that they've they've run out. (laughs) (laughs) Looking
1: for a bee and following it. (laughs) Oh,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Listen, thank you very much for that, Irene. I hope that does help, Dougie. And obviously, if anybody wants to get in touch with us here at the station to pass uh, a message on to irene or a question on to irene we'd be only too happy to help so get in touch in the usual ways all our contact details are on our fully accessible website rnibconnectradio.org.uk uh, now we are talking about water retention now, i have to say irene the minute there is a ray of sunshine that's yeah. it my fingers swell up like sausages i mean it's, uh-huh. it's a nightmare i can't get my rings off and um, the heat tends to do that to me
1: Yes, Personally. The heat does that to, to almost everyone to a certain extent. But
0: is that to do with my circulation? or
1: yes, yes it is. Your circulation slows down in the heat. Uh, and really we should do a bit more walking, a bit more exercise, drink more water to help flush out toxins. You see what is happening here is, and it's usually mostly on the left hand side because that's where the heart is. Um, that you'll find that you'll, you you build up excess fluid. The best thing to do here is, first of all, find out if it's any of the medication that you're on that's perhaps too strong. A lot of blood pressure medications, the side effects is um, water retention. Uh, you know, that's one of the biggest side effects. And if that is, the doctor may just wish to alter your blood pressure medication In which case that that should take care of it. If however it's age-related and it's also down to a lot of other medicinal problems and you do suffer from this on a yearly basis, then there's a few things you can do. There's one that you could just do that little bit more exercise. I'm not talking running a marathon, I'm talking about just, especially in this good weather, having that extra walk around the block. Increasing your water supply to help flush out the toxins and then thirdly what you can also do is raise the bottom of your bed now I don't want you hanging with your ankles swinging from the ceiling that's a little bit too far but what I I would like is perhaps if you have two strong healthy boys there that can see what they're doing you can get little bed stilts and you can sit them under the, the bottom of your bed if you don't then what you can do is put a couple of cushions or old pillows and shove them between the bottom and the base of the bed. So between the mattress and the base of the bed. Whatever you do, it's very important that you do not put a pillow directly under your ankles because this can cut off your blood supply and make things a whole lot worse. What you want to do is just get it between the mattress and the base of the bed. Now, this will give your bed a nice gentle upward slope, which will help what they call in the medical field venal return. It means that the fluid's returning to the heart easier and getting processed easier. So it's, it's enabling the blood to circulate easier. And you should wake up in the morning and your ankles should be down nice. And if you carry on doing that little bit more exercise, watch your diet. Don't go for heavy um, carbohydrates and things like that at at this time of year. Uh, Stick more to to things like your vegetables and fruit and plenty of of, um, fluids and things like that. That should help keep your ankles down. And don't cross your legs in bed. Be aware If if you do it. Give yourself a row because that will stop the blood supply as well, and you'll end up with one big foot and one one small foot. Don't do it. Right, good
0: advice there.
1: But I've seen it. Being a nurse, we used to go down the ward, and you could tell just by the marks on the covers of the bed. You just need to stand and look at the patient straight away. Oh, sorry, sister, sorry. (laughs) And the legs would be uncrossed, you know. They knew fine well what they were doing, and it does make a big difference.
0: Right, well, that's worth bearing in mind because you know it's not so much my my ankles or feet that that get swollen; it's more my fingers um, that get swollen. But um, I'll I'll definitely stick some pillows underneath my mattress. Yes, um,
1: it, it does help. It, um, the, with the fingers, just exercising, you know, uh, and, and watch. Sometimes we do, and I'm guilty of it as well. We kind of sleep with our hands just under our hip. You know, so watch where your hands are at night as well, if you can keep them on top of the covers uh so that they're always you know up to the air and you know we're, we're not actually sleeping on our hands because we tend to, a lot of people tend to do that as well, but exercise your hands too just open and shut and open and shut you know, and if necessary, cool water do, um in the morning, just put them into some cool water for about ten minutes. And exercise in cool water, and that tends to get your fingers down back to normal.
0: No, I mean, you know, obviously, uh, you're talking about the heart and the circulation, and these things that that will help um, mm-hmm. with the the venal return. You said, but yeah. if anybody is is worried, I mean, should they be worried about their kidneys if if there's excessive fluid? If there's
1: excessive fluid, of course, you must go to the doctor. Um, and if it is something to do, if the doctor says, well, you, you know, this blood pressure pill, you're going to find that this, this will happen. And they will tell you what kind of exercises to do. If there's nothing else wrong, you know, nothing wrong with the kidneys, a little kidney tonic. And Mr. DeVries, God love him, he always gave out um, golden grass tea and solidago complex. Solidago, that's S-O-L-I-D-A-G-O. Solidago and golden grass tea. Now, it's two different things. And what he would say is for you to make a cup of golden... grass tea bags that you get. And you make a cup of golden grass tea. And then in that golden grass, grass tea, put 15 drops of the Solidago and drink that down twice a day, night and morning. Say a bit... Say a bit. Uh, 10 in the morning and, and 8 at night or something like that. And that really does help reduce the swelling. And,
0: and that's okay to take even if you're on uh, water tablets? Or, yes, you know yes. What it
1: will do, it'll help get rid of any of the excess water, but it does not strip the body of, your, um, of all your minerals that you require. A lot of uh, medications that you get from doctors will actually... Oh, and and this, I get this a lot, people who are on um, water retention tablets and they say, my potassium's very low. Well, that's because you're peeing it out uh, because of the, the the water tablets that they're on. But the Solidago doesn't do that. It doesn't strip the body of the sodium and of the potassium that's required to help the heart and help the kidneys and help everything else. It doesn't get rid of those. It just helps the, the old kidneys get rid of the excess fluid
0: fantastic well listen that's really good to know really useful uh, for me in particular I have to say and I do hope that's helped people at home uh, that are maybe struggling a bit in this uh, warmer weather with <laughs> their fingers like <laughs> sausages like mine are but uh, and thank you very much for for helping us out with the manuka honey question from Dougie as well yep. now obviously if anybody wants to know anything uh, more about water retention or any other health ailments and they want to get in touch with us here at the station we'll pass your questions on to Irene she'll be only too happy to help. It's oh, I Irene, mean, many thanks for joining us this week. We'll speak to you again next Thursday. No, okay, Jo.